Psalm 25. If you would, turn with me there. We're going to get into the word of the Lord for a few minutes here and uh, talk to you about what we've been talking about, what we've been studying. It's uh, the book of Psalms, the 25th chapter. And I just want to say thanks because, you know, you didn't have to come here tonight, but but you did. And I'm, I'm glad that you did because, like I said, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have wanted to stay here and, and just talk to hear myself talk. I, I'm glad that you're here and we're, we're able to testify um, and, and sing about what the Lord's doing. And then now we're going to learn something from his word. How many of you want to be a constant learner? Does anybody want to be a constant learner? Um, so I, I, want, I want that. Um, okay, Psalm 25. And it begins, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. We continue to read and find that it says, Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Somebody say, show me. Did you know that we are in Missouri, and do you know what the Missouri logo, or not logo, what their slogan is? This is the show me state. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. So we're going to get back into the study that we've been in, in regard to show, lead, teach. Before you're seated, would you do this? I just want you to close your eyes, lift your hands, and just thank God for something he's done for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Thank you, Lord, for starting me on my way. Thank you, Lord, for guiding me on my journey. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me day by day. What a great God you are. Now put your hands together and give him another hand clap of praise. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. God, you are so good. You may be seated. I'm so glad that you are here in the house. Now, I'm, I'm just going to, I mean, there's not as many as there usually is on a Wednesday night. So let's just, let's just do things maybe a little bit different. I want to ask you, I want to ask you a question. If you were here the last time that I taught, and you can remember one of the things that I told you about. There were four things that I mentioned about when we are to show. How that we need to show, then lead, and then we can instruct or teach. How many of you remember what one of them was? I, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint. I already, just a few moments ago, I just said what that was. Sister Sister Tina, you haven't even been here a year, and you're probably wanting to be the teacher's pet. So go ahead and tell me what you think one of them was. Right? Wow, man, all y'all are awesome, but I now have a teacher's pet. (laughs) 
Brother Clyde, you were doing good. When you get up there and teach, you reference some of the things that I preach. But she just took the teacher's pet job away from you. She got them all. She got them all. You see, when we, and, and Cynthia, that's what I was talking about, your testimony. When we want to teach people, before, the reason why you're seeing results is because you're showing people. You're not just talking the talk, but you're walking the walk. You didn't just tell them about the experience. You showed people the experience. You demonstrated the importance of repentance, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, the infilling of the Holy Ghost evidenced by speaking with other tongues. Anybody can tell people that, but it takes showing people that so that then they know that you're just not talking it, but you're walking it. That's what we're talking about here. So that's why I'm having this Bible study and we've, we've kind of just dove right into the Psalm 25, how that the psalmist is telling us what we can do to teach others about who he is. And that's what, that, see, that's what I believe when we say, show me, when we say to the Lord, show me, I think what that is saying is we want to know who you are. If you will show us your ways, when you see somebody's ways, then you know who they are. Does anybody hear what I'm saying tonight? When you see somebody's how many of you have ever heard actions speak louder than words? I've had somebody tell me, now, I'm just going to use something a little humorous. I've had somebody tell me that they were on a diet and then I had lunch with them. They were not, I don't know what kind of diet they were on. They ate more than I remembered them eating the time before. So, not very many of us are probably on a diet and say, man, I need, to, I need to gain about 20 pounds. I don't know about you. That's not the shape that I'm in right now. I don't need to gain about 20 pounds. I need to lose about 20 pounds. Diet? Yeah, okay, if that's what you say. I, I think that actions speak louder than words. And so when we're talking about show me thy ways, O Lord, I think what we're saying is, we want to see. We want the Lord to show us. We want to know who He is. And you know, that's what others want from us as well. They want to see who He is, not from the words that we say, Sister Lulabelle, but from the life that we live. We must show. And we're better equipped to show when, as Sister Tina so eloquently stated it, we're better to show when we are a constant learner when we are dependable, when we are a self-starter, and when we are principled. So, she knew because she took good notes, and I'm glad about that, because I think it's important. I believe that demonstrates that she's a constant learner, wanting to learn more, and the reason that we want to learn is because we want to lead. And so that's exactly what we're talking about. So now I want to get, I want to pick up, that's where we left off talking about the four things that people that show are and that they are constant learners, dependable, self-starters, and principled. Here's what I believe is important if we're going to be the kind of people, if we're going to be the Missouri people that we need to be and be the show me people, we're going to have to show people by being number one, disciplined. So 
If you're taking notes, Sister Tina, write it down. Number one, discipline. If we're going to be the kind of people that God wants us to be, the ones that are showing, leading, and teaching, it starts with us being the kind of person that He wants us to be. And I believe that we must be disciplined. Discipline. We have to do our work and do it with diligence and do it well. Is there anybody like me, if you're going to do something, you want to do it to the best of your ability? Is, is, that, is that how you are? I believe that's the way that we need to be when we're living for God and working for God. We need to say, I want to do it and I want to do it to the best of my ability. I found people that only merely want to meet minimums are not the most successful people in the world. People that are satisfied to simply check a box and they're done. They don't thrive. They don't conquer. They don't really do what is necessary to be what he's calling us to be. And that is the kind of people that show. I don't want someone that's only satisfied to merely meet minimums. I want somebody that says, I want to not only do my work, but I want to do it to the best of my ability. I want to thrive. I'm we, we talked about it. I love new converts. I love people that are just sinking their teeth into this and they're saying, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to go here. I want to go there. Because it's fresh and it's vibrant. But you know what would be wonderful if all of us really recognized how good God had been to us. We could all say, I want to get better at what I do for Him. How many of you know the biggest room in the house is the room for improvement and I want to get better? Somebody say that with me. I want to get better. I want to get better. I hope that that's the way that you feel tonight and that you're willing to recognize to get better, we have to be disciplined. We have to do what we know that we need to do and do it well. I'll just tell you, I've, uh, I've been working trying to lose the weight that I told you that I needed to. And uh, one of the things that I'm finding out is that uh, it, it, there comes a point when simply not eating doesn't meet what you need, that you just can't, I mean, you have to eat to live, that's, that's just the fact of the matter, and so at some point, if you starve yourself, you're, you're gonna, the, the weight loss just, it stops, you have to, what I'm finding is, the best way to do it is you have to eat healthy and, oh, this is a tough word to even say, it starts with an E, exercise, you have to eat healthy, that's tough enough to say, but then exercise yikes and in, in exercising you have to be disciplined to exercise how many of you have had an exercise routine you know even this week i knew that i needed to walk but man there was just, i just didn't feel like walking is there anybody that you've ever known what you needed to do but you just didn't feel like it man i feel like i'm preaching now somebody's with me i know it's not easy kid but Brother Clyde, if it's going to happen, you have to be disciplined. And when you're disciplined, you say, I don't feel like walking, but I know that's what I need to do. And if I want to get to the result, I have to be willing to maintain discipline. And you're walking and you're thinking, all right, I'm burning calories now, but if I walk another mile, I can burn some more. And then you just get inspired and then... Man, who knows? I might walk in a 20-mile... They don't even do 20-mile walks anymore. How many of you remember back in the day when the She's for Christ walks were 20 miles? Now they're 20 kilometers. 
Those people are getting off eight miles. I, I remember, I got a trophy somewhere, Sister Tina. I got a trophy somewhere. Probably my wife threw it away, but it was about that big. And they gave me, when I was six years old, I walked 20 miles for She's for Christ. That was the youngest member in the church to walk the 20 miles. You know, I believe that that's the way we need to be for God is, hey, I, I'm not going to stop with 20 kilometers. I'm going to walk 20 miles. What I'm saying today is, hey, if you really want to do what Sister Cynthia was talking about, and that's lead others and show others and teach others, then be willing to go the extra mile. Be disciplined. Somebody say, be disciplined. Another thing is, be passionate. Passionate. Have you ever noticed somebody that's passionate about what they believe in? If you haven't, if you will come this Sunday. I tried my best last Sunday, and I'm going to try my best this Sunday. Every time that I get an opportunity to be before you and share from the scriptures, I do, I do my best. Somebody said, man, you did good today. You know what I say, Sister Wilson? Thank you so much, because if I didn't, it wasn't because I wasn't trying. Because every time I get up here, it doesn't matter if there's thousands of people at the fair and just a handful here. I'm going to give you my best. I'm giving you my best tonight because I'm passionate about what I'm selling. Now, last night I was selling fried taters and baked potatoes with everything on them. But tonight I got something better than a baked potato. I'm selling to you the fact that if we will do what we need to do, we can lead others to him and they can have what we have. This is the best thing yet. It don't get no better than this. And if the experience wasn't greater than the testimony, Sister B, I wouldn't be here either. It's better than what I can tell you. But when I'm telling you, Sister Myrtle, I'm going to be giving it my best to tell you how good God is. And that's not that's the way I am anything that I'm involved in. I, if, if I'm involved in it, Brother Clyde, I want to give it my best. If I'm going to get into something, I want to give it my best because I want to see success. I don't believe you can really see success the way the Savior wants you to see success if you don't give it your best. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to be passionate about this. Man, that sounded good. You all are doing so good. Another thing is, and... I just, I just saw that I'm, I'm not usually a note guy, but I'm, I'm trying to reference, you know, a few things. Try, I'm trying to become better. I'm trying to be a constant learner who's, you know, passionate and disciplined. And one of the things that I saw with passion is you got to be energetic. And then this is, this is something that's a challenge. You got to be willing when you're passionate about it. You got to be willing to try new things. I want to tell you about, because uh, it's a fun story for me to tell. I, I, I want to tell you about a time that I went fishing with one of my friends. Um, his name was, uh, his name's Brother Rick Lovell. I, I hope that he'll tune in and hear this, because the first time I went fishing with Brother Rick Lovell, Brother Bob, we went over to Wolf Bio. You and I have been there. We, we were fishing in Wolf Bio, and, and we were fishing along, and I was, I was using uh, a pawpaw, and pop, pop, poo, that fish would hit it. Man, I had, I had caught... I had caught six good fish, and he hadn't caught anything because he was back there, you know, working it with a worm. And, you know, there's, I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with fishing with the worm. If you all are worm fishers, don't look at me like that. I, I like to catch fish on a worm, too. But if I can catch them on top, pop, pop, boom, I want pop, pop, boom. That's just the way I like it. And so I had pop, pop, boom six times. He hit it. I caught it, put him in the boat. We got six fish, and we're excited about the fact that we're catching fish. And then all of a sudden, Rick catches one. He catches one with his, uh, with his 
with the little, the worm that he was using. And I'm like, okay, that's good. And then, then he caught another one. And then, then I'll never forget, Brother Bobby said this. He said, okay, it's 62. I said, oh, okay. We're keeping score. I didn't know we were keeping score. I thought we were, you know, I thought we were just, we were just fishing. But apparently we had a competition. And to this day, he still hasn't beat me. One time he hooked me in the face. Maybe we'll show you the picture of that. that I'm the biggest thing he ever caught, but he never caught anything more than me. So, really, Clyde, this, here's what I think Rick's problem is. Rick, he, he only likes to fish with what he likes to fish with. Now, the way I am, if the guy in the front of the boat catches one and I'm fishing with something different, I might keep fishing with what I got. But if he catches another one and another one, you know what I'm going to say? Hey, what are you fishing with? You got one of those for me? I've done it before. Guy catches a couple fish, I'm not catching them. I'm like, hey, give me one of those. I'll try it. And I've found that if that's what they're biting on, baby, that's what you want to be fishing with. What am I saying? Let's not get so set in our ways. Bless God, we've done it this way for a hundred years, and this is the way we're going to do it. No, if there's something that's working, I'm willing to try. I'm passionate enough about wanting to see souls saved and filling this church up with people that want to serve God, that I'm willing to say, hey, if you can give me another technique and we can do what you're doing and make it work, I'm ready to try it. And Man, I had that in my notes, and I almost skipped right over that. Good thing I wrote that down. I'm learning. Constant learner. Energy, try new things, and be innovative. That means try to figure out things, invent things that work and try. And that's what we're, we're trying to do some things around here. You know, I mean, we, not that I can remember ever had people standing outside with big signs saying, welcome to First Church. I mean, we changed our logo, First Church. We got people taking attendance and letting us know what guest numbers are and all the, we're trying, we're doing our best, we're trying some things because we want to, we want to be passionate about seeing souls saved. Can I get a witness tonight? 7.45, I still got a few minutes, all right, so. So does anybody remember number one, what's tonight? I'm not talking about constant learner, dependable, self-starter principle, I'm talking about disciplined, passionate, disciplined, passionate, and then Perseverant. So perseverance is the next thing. We have to be willing. Now this is challenging for most people. We have to be willing to push past criticism. Has anybody ever been criticized? If you didn't say yes, that means you've never done anything. So in case you're wondering. Anytime you do anything, somebody's going to criticize. Somebody's going to be critical. I, you know, well, that's that way and I don't really like that. Or, you know, Sister Butler, I mean, I, I bragged on you tonight because you did a great job. But you know what? If somebody wanted to be critical, they'd be like, well, why didn't she sing Amazing Grace? Isn't that right, Sister Laura? <laughs> Sister Laura, when I was talking to her in staff meeting tonight, she's like, well, Pastor, I know one song, so we'd sing Amazing Grace all night. I said, all right. We know where to go with Sister Butler can't be here tonight. Amazing. Yeah, but if we wanted to be critical, I mean, if we want to try to find something to be critical about, we can find something to be critical about. If you're looking to find something to be negative about, you don't have to look very far. Think about that. 
Negative people, they're lazy. You know, I believe that's being critical, isn't it? You know what? Telling the truth. They're negative people are, it's not hard to be negative. It just really isn't hard to be negative. You want to take the easy way out, then be negative about everything. Say, man, come on, it could have been better. You could have done this, you could have done that. You know, I can remember, I'm not going to tell you the names, but I can remember a story, it brings a story to mind. Um, I remember being at an election in a particular section, and there was an individual that was in office, and that individual uh, was, was not reelected to the position that he served in, and when he got up to give his resignation speech or whatever it was, he said, well, let me tell you about how I feel. He said, I kind of feel like that guy that his car breaks down, Sister Tina. He's got the hood up, and he's in there trying to figure out what's wrong with the car to get it going. He said, and everybody behind him is just like, blowing the horn. And he said, you know what? I think I'll go back there and blow the horn for a while. <laughs> what he was saying is, hey, everybody, oh, so you think you can do the job better? Good luck to the next guy, because everybody, all they want to be is negative, negative, negative. I think it's time we stop blowing the horn and start saying to the Savior, I'm just going to go ahead and be co-pilot. You just take us for a while and let's go somewhere and do something for God. Is there anybody that wants to be passionate, disciplined, and perseverant about being the Christian that God wants you to be so somebody else will go with you on the road that you're on? Show us. Show us your ways, O oh Lord. Show us your ways. They used to have these little bracelet things and that helped me to look at my watch. I got a few more minutes. So he says, they used to have this little deal that you wore. It said, WWJD. That's it. W, anybody ever remember those, those little WWJD? What would Jesus do, right? How many of you can just like, just go ahead and be transparent? Nobody else has to judge you or anything. But how many of you can say, there have been times that you just didn't do what Jesus did. Yeah, all of us are in that. That's a long line to be in. We've all not done what he would do. But what I know he would do is he would do what it took. When you think about think about this, Sister Lulabelle, the reason why you can come on a Wednesday night and get what you need, get what you want, is because we had a Savior that was disciplined. They put a cross on his back. They put a crown of after the cross, I'm out. I'm sorry. I, I have to trudge up Galgotha's hill with that cross. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to tap out. You know what I'm saying? I, that's about all I can handle. They, they, they let him trudge up Galgotha's hill. They placed a crown of thorns upon his head, the blood flows. They put stripes upon it, 39, no less, 39 stripes upon his back. He went through all, pierced his side and the blood and the water flowed. You talk about discipline. You talk about passionate, the passion. You talk about perseverance. When I think of what he did for me, I'm, I'm wanting you to know something. When I say, show me thy ways, O Lord, and I think about what he did for me, you just have to pardon me for just a moment because what I want to say is if it wasn't for the Lord, I want somebody to know he showed us the way. There is no one that could have done it any better than what he did. I thank God for a Savior that so loved me that he robed himself in flesh and that he died the death of the cross that I might have life and the hope of heaven someday. So you pardon me for just a moment about becoming so passionate. 
I want to be perseverant. I want to push. Here's what I, here's what I had written down. I want to push past criticism. If everybody stopped the second someone said something negative, no one would get anywhere. You hear what I'm saying? Nobody would get anywhere if we stopped the second somebody said something negative. Look at your neighbor and say, be perseverant. Push past, push past criticism, push past roadblocks. Now, we celebrated, and, and I, I watched the live again. It was, it was great to see you get your baptismal certificate, Sister Cynthia. And, and we, we celebrated that. And I, I told the staff that day, that was a great day. We baptized two, had two people get the Holy Ghost. We celebrated that. And Sister Trina, I said to the staff, I said, now listen, we're celebrating. Thank God for people getting the Holy Ghost. Thank God for people getting baptized. But Satan is not sitting on the sidelines cheering us on saying, ooh, First Church, they're really doing great. Praise God. Keep them going. No. Satan started to do things even more than he had done before because he doesn't want us to be what we need to be and to do what we need to do. So he puts roadblocks in our way. Roadblocks, detours, distractions. And so the only way we're successful is if we are perseverant, we have to push through. Now I'm going to close with this because it it, it kind of dovetails right into the... Uh, perseverance topic that I'm talking about. So it was simple tonight. It was three things. It was four last time and you got them all. Good job. But if you're looking for the next time, it was just three. It's these three things. DPP. Discipline, passion, perseverance. And then my closing comments are this. It's a marathon, not a 50-yard dash. Okay? So I'm going to close with that. I'm going to tell you, this is a marathon. Not a 50-yard dash. The Bible says he did run well. What did hinder me? So, I, I can remember, I, I wasn't a big track star back in the day. I, I know that's probably hard to believe, but I wasn't a big track star back in the day. Um, I, I remember um, if they had a deal, I, I forget the club that it was. You got some, I, I, you get some banner or something. I, I don't even remember what it was. I wasn't. I wasn't big into it, so I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. But they, they made you had to compete in one event. You know what event I picked, Sister? I picked the 50-yard dash because I thought, I can get this over with quick. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, get it over with quick. I wish I, I, if I was a little bit younger, I could remember what that was. It's kind of bothering me that I can't remember, like the Gold Crown Club. That's not what it was, but some some kind of deal. And um, and. I just knew if you participated, you know, you got it. So I never picked, like, the one that you had to run a long, long way because I just wanted to get it over with. And, you know, when you're running the 50-yard dash, Sister Lulabelle, you don't, you don't pace yourself. You don't say, all right, I just, I'm going to just pace myself because it's not over today. No, you just give it your best and run as fast as you can, and you're done. But if you're going to run, if you're going to run a marathon, if you're going to run a marathon, you have to understand that the marathon is not won the first 50 yards. The marathon is not won by giving it all you have all at the beginning. The marathon is won by pacing yourself. So what I'm telling all of us tonight is, in order to be perseverant, we have to be disciplined and passionate, and at the same time, we have to pace ourselves. We have to understand that this is a marathon. 
We are running a race. The Bible describes the Christian walk. We are running a race. It's a marathon that we're running. So that's why it's so important. You know, people, people that are 50-yard dashers, they come to church on Easter and then maybe one other time. But us marathon runners, we know that you've got to be here. You got to be faithful. You got to be disciplined. You got to be passionate. And you got to just keep going. Look at your neighbor and say, just keep going. Just keep going. I remember as a kid, I remember as a kid not understanding the concept of planting something and it growing. I thought, because even then they had what was called a microwave. And Brother Clyde, I. I remember, I'm not, too, I'm not too young to remember when my mama used to put in this pot about like this, she'd pour some oil, then she'd pour some of these <laughs> kernels in there, and then she'd take that, she'd put it on the fire, and all of a sudden it pop, 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 pop. Now that, you talk about some good popcorn that right there, because then in another little deal, she was melting butter. Man, I'm hungry. Anytime you're on a diet, you're hungry. Did you know that? She was melting butter in one pot, and then she'd take that popcorn, and then she'd pour, and then she'd pour that butter over. But then, you know what? The convenience of buying a bag, throwing it in a microwave, and pushing a button. I remember back in the day when you had to push in the amount that you wanted. Now, they have a popcorn button. Did you know they have a popcorn button? Pop. Two and a half minutes, your popcorn's popped. You dump it in the bowl, you get to eat. Did you? That's... That's what I was, that's what I was wanting. Whenever I, I, I remember I got a little styrofoam cup. Trina, I remember getting that styrofoam cup, cup and that we had to buy potting soil, put potting soil in that styrofoam cup, put a seed in there and water. And then you know what I did when I was a kid? I put it in there, I set it in the windowsill and I got up the next day. And you know what I thought the next day that when I got up, I would see something sprouting out of that. And I waited one day and two day and three day and four. And it didn't happen just the way that I thought it would. Because what I found out, in order for something to grow the way that it needs to grow, we are to be fruitful. But I want you to understand something. You don't become fruitful overnight. You don't start doing the things that I'm talking about. And then tomorrow, you are the one that's going to see the success that the Savior has for you. This is something that you got to keep doing. You got to keep doing. Keep watering it. Keep letting the sun shine upon it. Keep keep doing what you know to do in order to see it grow. And someday, I remember at some point, some day something sprouted and then you take it out of that little white styrofoam cup and you put it down in the dirt and then you and then I remember as a kid and I, I'll close with this I know I said that four times but this is the truth I will close with this I remember planting a little tree in the yard where I lived on 936 Sagittarius and it took some time but if you were to go there today and I have occasionally I'll drive by there just for memory's sake where I used to live as a kid I see this ginormous tree that stands there. You know why? Because when I was a child, I planted that. But then we tended to it. And we watered it. We watched it grow. And now it's grown to a big, massive tree. But it didn't happen overnight. Same thing in living with God. We're supposed to be fruitful. We want to be fruitful. We want to do what God wants us to do. But it doesn't always happen overnight. Sometimes we have to be willing to watch it grow. And the only way it will grow is if we water it, do what's necessary to keep it where that it grows. 
It's 7.59, and if you will, bow your heads with me, and perhaps by 8 o'clock I'll be done praying. Father, today we thank you for your word. We pray that your word would help us. God, we do want to be disciplined, we do want to be passionate, and we do want to be perseverant. I pray that as we are, that we will see you do the same. Show us your ways. Let us know who you are by how you do it, and then perhaps we will be able to lead. And then once we lead, effectively teach Share truth. We praise you for it because we know the direct result is that we will be fruitful and multiply. We pray for that to happen in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Have a great night. We're so glad you were here. Don't forget the week's activities. If you didn't get a bulletin, pick one up. There's a lot of things happening at First Church. We hope you'll be involved in all of them.